swing, swing, swing here. Oh, hammer that. Give me some of this over the triple <laughs> block. Yes. That guy's going to swing no matter where he is. Ace, it's over. Welcome to Over the Top, your all-access view inside BYU Men's Volleyball. This is some synth that Steve recorded in his basement. I'm Jerem Jordan. He is Steve Vale. Show two, they haven't cut this yet, so that's good news. Yeah, seriously, I'm kind of like thinking <laughs> this might be a little bit like my ability to commentate volleyball, you know, every week. I'm like, you guys sure you want me to come back? Uh, okay, well, I'll be there. I'm on my way. Here's the show lineup loaded. We'll recap last Saturday's win against UCLA, last night's win against Pepperdine, albeit in a weird sweep. We'll chat with the flying fin Mickey Yauhianen. He'll teach us some uh, finish. Steve's wow moments of the week, his 80s, 90s movie or TV show of the week as well. Where are they now featuring Ethan Watts, whose life is better than ours? And we'll chat with the head coach, Sean Olmstead about tonight's rematch with number 7 Pepperdine. So let's dive into it. Last Saturday, BYU bounces back from a Thursday night loss. Shocker with Will Stanley, the uh, setter of the year last year in college volleyball, out. BYU sweeps UCLA. You, then you get to last night, Steve. BYU sweeps Pepperdine. But it was 25-6 to six in set one. I had never seen anything like that. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember uh, watching a match that was so lopsided. It was really crazy to watch BYU play so good and then watch Pepperdine just kind of fade uh, at, throughout the, that whole set as they, things just kept going BYU's way and nothing was going right for Pepperdine, poor guys. And then set two is 25-23. Set three is 28-26, where Pepperdine actually had a set point. BYU had three match points and got the sweep. It's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight because Pepperdine's a good team. BYU did retain its number one ranking, by the way, which is a bit of a surprise in the ABCA poll, number two in the media poll. But uh, BYU had to hit 449 to get out with the sweep and two deuce sets. Yeah, that's still an amazing hitting percentage. And and the thing is, is BYU, man, when those guys, they're just like a well-oiled machine. They absolutely come out, and with everybody on the court and their same guys they've been playing together for so long, they're just insane when they when they hook up and everything goes the way it should. And then, you know, you get sets like we watched last night, which is just uh, unfortunate for the other team, but incredible to watch. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez continues to play at an just – unearthly level. I mean, he hit 800 last week, and then he hit on Saturday, and then he hit 833 last night. No errors in his last two matches, and he's hitting 818 combined. I mean, that is just insane. Yeah, it really is. And and again, we talk about watching something that's going to be epic for years to come. Uh, we don't know yet if he's going to be the the player of the week. I guess it'll depend on if he can hit 900 tonight. I think he already won it. Honestly, I think he won it last night. <laughs> right. I mean, how could you? With that many kills and zero errors and such a high hitting percentage, yeah, he's got my vote. And it's a win over number 7 Pepperdine. That's a rival that's perceived to be the second best team in the MPSF. We'll see how things shake out. That was a big win. Davide Gardini gets 13 kills, hits 417. And we aren't talking about him because... It's half the number that Gabby Garcia Fernandez had. That's the thing. is It's as amazing as Davide Gardini is and how great his numbers are. He's still the second guy. He's like uh, you got Michael Jordan and, and you've Scottie got Pippen, Pippen right there, right? Scotty Pippen was still a Hall amazing, of Famer. Amazing, right. Just an amazing athlete. But, yeah, you're also on the same team with a dude that's uh, going to go down in history. I think Pippen and Gardini's bodies are actually – Crazy similar. Probably. Long, long arms. I think Gardini could have been a good small forward. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Think about it. Jeez. 
Then you talk about BYU uh, getting it done from the service line with uh, Felipe Jubrito. Fajeda actually had two aces, which was, was pretty good for the middle blocker who's added that to his game as well. In the second set, Jacob Steele for Pepperdine had eight kills, and Gabi Garcia-Fernandez had seven. Those are as good of uh, kill numbers in a set as we've seen ever. That was very impressive. Yeah, and, and you actually mentioned on the show last night that uh, you know BYU had played uh, – I can't remember who they USC. played. USC. It was the USC, and they were in set five, and Taylor Sander had eight kills of those 15 points to win that set. And that's where Jacob Steele was last night. And their and their loss, unfortunately for them, had eight kills within 15 points, which is just nuts. Okay, do you expect another sweep tonight against Pepperdine? You know, um, I've been thinking a little bit about that. I think um, when I look back on last Saturday's performance, BYU, when Will was there, and Will was what, maybe 65% maybe, uh, had just sprained his ankle that Monday. They With him on the court, they were a different team. They had this mindset. Their goals were like just tattooed on their forehead, and they knew what they wanted to do, and they just mowed down UCLA. Last night, it was the same thing. I watched those guys come out, and they just absolutely took down a very good Pepperdine team and dismantled them in set one, but still able to get a three-set sweep. So I don't know. I, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they swept again tonight. Tattoos on the forehead. Maybe Post Malone will play uh, in the Smithfield <laughs> House tonight a little bit more. Okay, that's coming up tonight, 9 Eastern, number 1 BYU, number 7 Pepperdine on BYU TV. Okay, each week we're going to connect you with a former player in a segment called Where Are They Now? Today's guy was a baller in the very early days of the program, middle blocker Ethan Watts. Hi, everyone. Ethan Watts here. I played volleyball at BYU from 1990 through 94 for the great coach Carl McGowan. And after BYU, I played on the Olympic team for a couple of years. I played professionally in Italy for a few years where I met my wife. And then we moved back to the United States where I went to law and business school. And now I've started my own law practice and I've been living here in sunny San Diego for the past 20 years. His life is better than ours. He's in San Diego. He's a lawyer. You can hear the beach there. That, That was nice. Yeah, I, I was trying not to fall asleep listening to the sound of the waves just <laughs> crashing. I, I love that sound. So, yeah, his life is definitely better than ours, and, which makes me a little sad, but I understand. 90 to 94, the, these were the pioneering days of BYU as an NCAA tournament or an NCAA team. BYU ends up winning the national title 10 years later. But Ethan Watts, number one in side out uh, hitting percentage, BYU history, those players that played 90 to 2000, top three in all the blocking categories. He was legit, man. Yeah, he is a, a huge human being as well. I mean, he played 90 to 94. I graduated high school in 88. So I remember I moved up here and I watched all those guys play. And, and Ethan played with some of my really good friends, you know, Hugh McCutcheon, uh, Kevin Hambly, Jesse Gant, Scott Larkin, all those Pat guys. Sinclair. I mean, yeah, these guys, yeah, Pat Sinclair. I mean, these guys are absolute like heroes of mine. And it's so fun. It was great to see Ethan last night uh, on, the, on the show with, with that little clip. Love the guy. Amazing athlete. I'm so glad he's doing well. Where are they now? He's on the beach. Yeah. Okay, coming up, we'll chat with head coach Sean Olmstead. We get to know the BYU middle blocker with a 4.0 GPA working on a master's degree, Mickey Auhiainen as well. This is Over the Top on BYU Radio. Welcome back to Over the Top. I'm Jerem Jordan with Steve Vale. It's 
not often BYU finds a player from Finland, but Mickey Auhainen isn't just any player. He's in his fifth year with the program. He got married over the summer. He's perhaps the best student athlete on campus, and he is in this week's Cougar Conversation. All right, Mickey, how did you originally get on BYU's radar and vice versa? Um, so I, I was seeking out schools to come to um, from Finland, and I knew this coach who played at the University of Hawaii uh, back in the day. And so I knew he had contacts. Um, I think he coached at Pepperdine for a little bit as an assistant. Um, so I just asked him to email whoever he knew. Uh, and one of the people he happened to be really good friends with, uh, Lucas Labe, our old assistant coach. Um, so I got in touch that way. And then they were BYU was really interested right away. Had you heard of BYU? No. <laughs> nope. I, I didn't know anything about anything. Lucas certainly with that European connection. Did he? Did I guess you kind of have to trust him at that point? Like he's like, yeah, I played there. I'm an assistant there. It's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. And like I knew um, our national team head coach. I was told that he's really similar, like coaching style. And I, I knew I liked our national team coach. So I was like, well, it's gonna be awesome. And yeah, it was really similar. So, how have you embraced BYU? And I guess how have, how has BYU embraced you in a way the last four years? I guess this is your fifth year. You're an old man here. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time now. Um, time flies, huh? Um, everybody's been great to me. Like since the first day we had a game I guess because that's when people found out that I was here um but yeah just everybody's been friendly the fans have been awesome I've just kind of done my thing like just played volleyball and people just kind of come to me they're like hey you're awesome I'm like thanks guys you you guys are awesome too <laughs> um but yeah nothing like crazy out of the ordinary just awesome people you chose computer science as a major and you graduated right last year in that yep, that is correct now tell me what your GPA was there it was a 4.0. Woo! 4.0, man. Okay, okay, okay. You're an amazing student. Um, is, is an A- minus possible for you? Like, you won't let it happen, right? I mean, it could. I'm, <laughs> I try not to chase grades. I try to just do all the assignments and then mm. see what happens. A natural A. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. It, I've had a lot of luck over the years, like good curves and other stuff. It's not like I get 100% in every class. But I only have three, three classes left now in my master's program, and it's looking good so far. So That's amazing. What master's are, uh, program are you doing? Uh, computer science as well. Okay. So what do you want to do with that? I mean, there's so many things you can do. I don't even know. Um, maybe I'll create an app and run a business with that. Maybe I'll just join like a Google or Apple. Or I really have no idea. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, this offseason, you were busy. You got married, right? Tell yep. us about your wife. Um, yeah, she's, um, her name's Paige Cuthbertson. She's uh, on the track team. She throws the javelin. She's really awesome. I met her right when I got here, pretty much like within the first month uh, back in 2017. And yeah, we got married. We have a dog now. It's awesome. Life is great. What's your dog's name? Uh, her name is Riley. Riley. When did you get the dog? Uh, in like October. It was like my second quarantine time. I was like, gotta do something and she <laughs> she loves dogs it was like mainly her idea but i was like let's do it because yeah. i'm just home all the time and yeah that's awesome okay so she throws javelin she's gotta have a strong arm is she stronger than you no, i wouldn't go that far she, <laughs> she might she squats more than me but like upper body go. i got it yeah yeah <laughs> so growing up in finland um t- i don't know much about finland will you teach me some stuff i need to know about finland uh sure i mean it's a small well, I guess kind of big country, but compared to the U.S., it's small. Um, we only have five and a half million people, so sm- population small for sure. Um, 
it's similar to Utah where like summer's warmer, not as hot as here, but warmer and then winter's cold, colder than here. But Brutally like, cold up there, right? Yeah. I mean, I live kind of in the southern part. Um, so we had sunlight during the day, you know, it wasn't just all black. Um, but like this, Northern lights? No, I too south, too, too far south for that. But Northern Finland, you could find yes. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the summer's great. It makes up for it when it's not raining because <laughs> gotcha. it's always light and decently warm and it's great. Did you get to go home during the quarantine or sorry, during the, like the summer and all that? <sighs> no, I, we tried, um, I was going to, we we're going to go after our wedding, but then that didn't work out. Then we we're going to go over Christmas. Also didn't work out. Um, so I haven't been since 2019 now. So it's been a year and a half since I went home. Is that hard? Uh, yeah, but, you know, technology is great these days, so you can just talk to anyone whenever, really, uh, if you just take into account the time difference and, you know, find the time to talk. What is the time difference? Uh, nine hours. Nine hours. Yeah. So when, let's say, when can't you call? You're like, at night, it's, uh, you know, 5 a.m. Uh, when it's... Yeah, yeah, so like, <laughs> when it's the afternoon here, they're all sleeping. Yeah. So in the morning, usually weekends is when I'm when I call him. Gotcha. Your dad will occasionally DM me on Facebook to remind our production to spell your name correctly. <laughs> because sometimes we miss it. He, he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think he's in the right to be able to say that. Now, how often does your name get misspelled here? Just constantly? Um, Yao Hiainen with a J. Yeah. Yep. Great pronunciation there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Give me a sense of what it's like in the middle of a play or right after when you've got a Puerto Rican, a Hawaiian, a Finn, a Brazilian, an Italian, and then little Mitchell Worthington over there. <laughs> it's great. It's definitely great. Like having the different cultures, it's, it's awesome. Um, Mitch is funny. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, Are there other, other languages that come out ever? Yes, definitely. Um, Mostly when, like, things maybe go south a little bit, but, you know, it's, it's good. It's fun here. I've, I don't think I speak a lot of Finnish. One, one time, I think in the fall, actually, so, like, kind of recently, I was on the phone in the locker room with one of my friends in Finland, and, well, he was in Switzerland, but anyway, um, Davide comes up to me like, is that what Finnish sounds like? Like, we've been teammates for, what, a couple, three years now, and he's like, I've never heard you speak Finnish before. So, Yeah. <laughs> I, I stick to English mostly around that, guys. Okay, give me, uh, you know, I, I need something to say when you get a kill in Finnish. Or a big block or something. Um, okay, big block. Remember, very simple here. Finnish is one of the hardest languages in the world, right? Right, okay, this is, it's a long word, but it's not that hard. It's just one word. Block is torjunta. Say that really slow. Torjunta. Torjunta? Yep. Oh. And big is Iso. Iso. That's easy. So, Iso Toriunta. Toriunta. Yep. Okay, I think I can manage as well. I'm going to have to listen to this a million times. You got it. You got it. So, Toriunta and Iso? We got to use use those in the uh, matches now. Iso Toriunta. (laughs) I like it. Mikiel Hyanin, he's been a steady piece of this thing for five years. He's not crazy flashy. He'll give you a solo block every now and then, but you say it a lot, and, and uh, you know he acknowledged that. Like He touches a ton on the block. He's just good at reading what the other team's going to do. I think part of that is you mentioned he's a, an amazing student athlete. His, it's not just a sport. Like he's Mentally, he's so involved and so engaged, and he just – I think he – 
he reads the place so well. That's why he's able to move and touch so many, many balls that there's a lot of middles that, that don't move like he does. So he's, and he's a big dude. Like when you watch him on TV, he's, he looks like a normal guy because they're all giants out there standing next to him. He is intimidating. He's like a big, scary dude. Yeah. His English is fantastic. Oh, his unreal. demeanor is great. He, like I said, he looks mean, but he's not. He's very nice. Cool guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Steve says uh, a lot of uh, wow during matches, so naturally it's time for This is Steve's Moments of the Week. Indeed it is. What do you have for us, Steve? Yeah, there was a couple. First of all, that first set last night, the uh, 25-6 to against Pepperdine, that was an absolute wow moment. That and the fact that they've got an outside hitter who was a libero who's 5'10", he lists 5'11", but I think he's 5'10". Spencer Wickens. Spencer Wickens, and hitting like 500 on the year. Well, he was as of uh, you know going he into last night. He hit 3'12 last which night. Which is still really good. Fantastic. Yeah, so to have a 5'10 outside hitter in this league, that's nuts. That's a definite wow moment. And the third wow moment was Gabby again showing us that he's not done uh, with his ability to perform Hit 800 uh, last Saturday and hit 833 last night. Again, zero errors. Just an amazing performance by a very, very classy and amazing athlete on the oppo position. We're watching one of the all-time greats of BYU in person. For real. And hopefully we get him next year as well. I wouldn't be shocked to be bounced (laughs) to pursue a professional career. But let's enjoy it while it lasts uh, this year in 2021. Word. That was Steve's. Moments of the week. Okay, as we go to break, here's today's trivia question. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez is on the hunt to become BYU's all-time leader in aces. He's currently second with 140. Who is the all-time leader? We'll tell you after the break. Before the break, we asked today's trivia question, who's the all-time leader in aces at BYU? The answer is Taylor Sander with 182. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez now 43 away from passing him. With a shortened season, we'll see if he does. Each week, we chat with Sean Olmstead, the head coach of the Cougars, about all things Cougar volleyball. So let's bring in the two-time national champ. Sean, congrats on the win last night. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. That first set was weird, man. Uh, Twenty-five to six. I don't. I don't know what you expected out of the first set, but I, I imagine it wasn't that. That was wild. No. Uh, yeah. No. Definitely not. Uh, I. I think it was just a. A few people have asked me, man. Well, this and that, and it was just. It was just one of those things where our guys were firing on all cylinders, and you know, Pep was just. Uh, they were there, they were trying to get their footing under them and, and things, you know, they, they of course made a few too many errors and I think missed five of their seven serves. So really didn't even give themselves too many opportunities. And I've been a part of, you know, we beat Utah once in, uh, 25, seven and then, uh, but 25, six. Yeah. And, you know, we just, I, I just kept it, tried to just tell the guys, Hey, just keep it going. Knowing that, uh, that's just that we're going to put that to the side, enjoy it and look back and go, wow, that was, that was crazy. But knowing that I, I knew full well that it was going to be different going forward, those other sets. Yeah. And the funny thing about volleyball is especially the rally scoring era, when things are going right, 
the confidence just goes higher. You guys are serving, everyone's serving bombs. And everything just seemed to be, even the trickle off the tape was a kill, or it was a, <laughs> and another point for you guys. And nothing was going right for those guys. And yeah. it seemed like as it went, their confidence just went lower and lower. Yours went higher and higher. And 25 6 is, that's rare, super rare. I, I don't know what the record would be, but it's pretty close to it. it. Yeah, and I'm not sure what it is either. But then, Sean, you you play two do sets, one of which goes into extras, yeah. and they have a set point. Yeah. So that that's the unique scoring of volleyball. You yeah. don't do the aggregate like all the others. It's uh, it's just this part, and then this part, and then this part, and they were able to bounce back, and you guys had to had to take care of business. Yeah, right now my phone my my. I apologize. My phone's dinging, and it's Hector LeBron just sent me a picture, and no it says 25-6, question mark, question mark, and then he writes the next message. He says, the heck? Like, what, <laughs> what the heck? Dude, so awesome. literally right now, I'm trying to figure out, gosh, i got to turn off my notifications. But, <laughs> hey, um, anytime yeah. the, the, the 99 Anna 1 setter national champ text you that's during the yeah, show that's where fine. are they now that we just fine. found out where they are now yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome no, it's, uh, i kid you not it's i'm like trying to hear trying to follow your conversation and hector's on the other end texting me like what the heck is oh, going that's on super fun. Um, no but I, I told the guys i said look guys they i, I know david like you know in, re, in reality they didn't get too rattled you know 25 6 i told the guys hey they're gonna be they're gonna be okay they're just gonna put that aside they're on to the next one, and sure enough, they were right there, and uh, that's what we expected out of them. It's a scrappy team, just uh, a great, great – they have a really nice synergy as a group, and they played that way. And then, you know, we go into two do sets and, uh, you know, fortunately get the win, but but it wasn't easy after that. It definitely – that was uh, that was something we'll look back on and go, wow, that was that was cool. And like <laughs> I said, similar to that twenty-five-seven beatdown of Utah one year when uh, their coach just told the, the their assistant wanted to challenge something, and the coach it was so clear it was like twenty-two to five, and she just said, "Sit down, dude. Let's just get through this." Mess. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I, we saw something I had never seen, which was two timeouts before you know point three. Or something mm. in a second. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Gabi Garcia Fernandez. The way he's playing the last two matches is unbelievable. I don't know that we've seen back-to-back matches at this level where it's it's not the volume of kills per se because there's uh, because there's sweeps, but he has not had an error in the last two matches, and he's hit over 800. I mean, Sean, this is this is uh, otherworldly right now. Yeah, there's a couple funny things there. He, I, I woke up this morning to another text from Rich Lamborn, and, and he's like, yo, what the freak is Gabby eating? And uh, <laughs> I think I wrote back to him. I said, high-grade uh, BYU creamery milk is all nice. I know. Uh, nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he just said, man, Sean, has that ever, has that ever happened? Just no errors. Um, Gabby's mom and dad were here, and it, it's funny, you know, after – uh, I, I didn't talk to them. They were here for the Thursday, Saturday last weekend. And I, I found them in the, on the track after Saturday and they were actually heading to go right, right to the airport because of the weather back East. So they had to change their flights and she uh, gave him a hug and said, hello. And, and then she said, you know, I, I, I reamed Gabby after Thursday night. I got after him. I got after him. And I, you know, we're kind of <laughs> laughing about it. And I smacked him around this and that. Oh, and I said, awesome. oh, hey, hey, okay. And sure enough, maybe maybe we got to figure out a way to get mom and dad here a little more. Right. You know? um, <laughs> and, that, and now you match up for a second time with Pepperdine. Is this a situation where you don't feel like if, when you sweep like that, do you feel like you have to make uh, major adjustments or is it just minor little things going into now, night two typically? 
You know, here's the interesting thing about Pepperdine. And, and I think part of the show that I think is cool and, and could be even better is, uh, you know, me just kind of opening, uh, you know, maybe some behind the scenes things that uh, you really don't hear about. But one thing I know about that staff is that staff has spent all night and will spend all day today trying to fix, uh, figure out a way to come back like a chess match, you know? So, you, you know, to answer your question, yeah, in reality, you feel like, hey, we did the right things. I felt like we even did the right things defensively. So there was nothing uh, that we weren't ready for. I felt like we were in the right spots. We followed our scouting report really, really well. So uh, the reason I give you that background is because the only thing that I'm now kind of worrying about and overthinking is okay what are they going to do trying to figure out what they're going to do if that makes sense mm. you know right. it's um, like coming out of the halftime so, right and just yeah, like okay just, the team's uh, going to adjust I, what I are they going to do that. right yeah i just know that about pep and and marv was always that way and and marv that's that's exactly how he approached every single match and he was so good at doing that he's i think one of the best scouts uh, in the world you know that's why he's been on the olympic uh, staff for so so many years and and going again. And so David's learned from the best. And so I'm certain they're going to do that. And, and now it's okay. You know, how much do we adjust? How much do I, how much do I put into those thoughts and trying to figure out what they're going to do? So it, it'll be interesting uh, how this match unfolds right from the start. Okay. Nine Eastern time on BYU TV, number one, BYU, number seven, Pepperdine. We'll see if Noah Dyer plays who is in uh, COVID protocol. Perhaps that can make a difference for them. Sean, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks. And uh, let us know if anyone else texts you. Okay. Thanks, guys. If Marv, Thanks so much. If, if Marv texts you, yeah, I definitely want to hear about that. I want yeah. to see if he has anything <laughs> <I know>. to say. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Sean. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. It's time for our 80s or 90s TV show or movie of the week. What's up, Steve? So I, uh, I've been working up in Logan's and I've been uh, staying in a hotel most of the week. Uh, and I found uh, Weird Science was on TV one night. And my gosh, that is one of my all time favorites from the 80s. That was. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall's like last super amazing comedy performance uh, in the '80s. Another John Hughes film, but uh, yeah, so good. There's so many quotable lines in that movie, and I just was having a ball just by myself, watching and laughing out loud. 1985, got a little baby Robert Downey Jr., some Bill Paxton, yeah. some yeah. Oh there's my some, gosh! It's it's weird science. It's it's in the name. Yeah, of Iron Man was the high school bully in that movie with <laughs> with his horrible teeth before he had the money to <laughs> to get them fixed. But yeah, it's such a great show. Bill Paxton, man, I miss that guy. He was only 57 when he passed away, but so good as the older brother, the mean older brother. Okay, that'll do it for us. We'll be back every Saturday throughout the season. Saturday is 2.30 Eastern here on BYU Radio and on demand on the BYU Radio app and where podcasts are found. For Mickey Yauhian and Sean Olmstead, producer Cole Wissinger and Steve Vale, I'm Jerem Jordan. This has been Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs>